What's going on, Irregulars? Welcome back on another Thursday. It's your girl, Katie. You know I hate saying that. That was pretty good, wasn't it? That was so bad. I hope that's not what I sound that's like. That's exactly what you sound like. It's exactly what you What's sound going like. on, Irregulars? We're back on another Thursday. Bobby, how are you? I'm great now that I got to make fun of you. It makes me feel a little bit better for getting made fun of last week. I didn't even do that bad of a job, though. That was pretty rough. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was a great impression of me. Um, uh, how was your weekend, Bobby? Uh, again, just another uneventful one, which, you know what? I've been starting to, like, appreciate it a little bit because, like, the first couple weekends of this year, I was just, like, doing a lot. And I'm like, oh, man. And I was fucking tired during the week. Now I'm like, I didn't really do much. Like, this feels good. But I did find a bar recently last night that doesn't give a shit about covid and you can stand up and walk around you don't have to wear a mask you can play games i'm not gonna i'm not gonna drop the name of the bar because i don't want them to get in trouble but that's where i will be frequently um spending my time on the weekends i'm not drinking still but i like throwing darts so it's nice to get up and just do that and plus they gave us an alexa and we got to play metalcore like an alexa the the yeah, like the speaker. speaker. Yeah, yeah. So they I thought just... you meant they gave you a girl named Alexa. I'm like, good for you. Oh, that would be cool. I like that name, Alexa. <laughs> That's a cool name. Um, I actually have a friend who said that he thinks that his neighbors think that he has a girlfriend named Alexa who he verbally abuses because, like, he just is Screams heard in his her. house, like, Alexa, what the fuck? What the like, fuck? Um, I do also want to add that for those of you who are more COVID compliant, I always wear my mask at the bar and I respect those who do as well. And those oh, who don't, too. that's fine too. We're not here to offer you, like, what to do and not do during COVID. Wherever your comfort level lies, do that. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't give a shit what you do, but I enjoy standing up at, from my table and then throwing darts and then sitting back down and drinking more. And I can, I can say too, Bobby comes into the bar that I work at quite a bit and always complies to the rules there. So he's a, he's a rule follower. I actually got quote unquote kicked out by the bar that you work at the other night. I didn't get kicked out. Kicked I walked out. in. Oh my I, God. He's so dramatic. <laughs> we know. were on a wait. There was like a shit ton of people wait. there. And the owner was like, can, can you please stand outside? I was like, Oh really? Like he I'm here standing, all the time. He was she's standing like, we outside so. while he was waiting for a table. Like it's not like he was there having <laughs> a good time. And she's like, get out. Like, no, there was like a hundred bajillion people in there. She's like, Ooh, COVID compliance. Like not feeling good about this. Would you mind chilling outside in the 50 degree weather? Until we get a table ready for you, which is coming soon. You're so dramatic. I know, I know, I know. The best part was, though, I was like, she was like, hey, um, you know, do you mind waiting outside? I was like, really? Like, I'm here all the time, like, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, she's you like, and everybody else. Yeah, and it's a regular's bar, bro. Come on. It, it is. And then she was just like, yeah, just, I was like, okay, that's fine. No problem. She's like, how about this? Can you give me your name and number? And like, I'll call you. And I just look at her. She goes, I already know that stuff. I don't know why I just asked you. No, just to me, away. Bobby's like, did somebody just ask for my phone <laughs> did number? Did someone just ask for my phone number? Did a bartender just ask for my number? It's finally right. working. <laughs> it was funny. I was like, you already, I, was, I just looked at her. I was like, really? And she's like, I already know all that stuff. Just go wait outside. I was like, okay. See, then, it was a lot less dramatic than you made it to be. Yeah, but you didn't you know, get kicked it's all about out. storytelling. If anyone's kicking you out of that bar, it's going to be me. So. No, I don't think I've ever been thrown out of a bar in my entire life. I have. It was a great story. It was in college. Oh I actually my God, think, I, actually think I told this story to you the other day. I've never been thrown out of a bar, but I've definitely not been allowed into a bar because I was too drunk even walking in. Oh, I've done they're both. Just like, they just look at you and they're like, dude, no way. In oh college, God. I was at a hardware bar and it was like a mob scene there. And I'll never forget. I was like trying to walk to the bathroom and I had heels on and like, 
I just could, I was very unsteady on my feet and the one bouncer's like you gotta go like you just gotta get out of here and I was like I ran like to the bathroom but I did like this little like dramatic like tiptoe like do 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 you can't follow me in here sir and he's like knocking at the door he's like you're gonna have to get out of there at some point and you're still gonna be kicked out so can we just skip this part and can you just go and I like <laughs> I walked my job out. a little easier I walked out I was like all right, fine. Mm-hmm. I'll go. Mm-hmm. You're like, look in the mirror. You ever see that meme where it's like when you're drunk and you look in yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, Whoa. fuck. You're like, yeah. you get in there and you're like, I'm not going to go. And you're like, look in the mirror. You're like, fuck, yeah, I'm pretty drunk. Well, I, I like, expected to, to walk into the bathroom and like to be met with like all this like support by the girls. Like, she can't leave. Don't kick her out. But everyone's like, can someone take this girl yeah, out she's, of here? She's fucking trash. And I was like. <laughs> I think I'll just go then. <laughs> Speaking so, of trash, did you get trash this weekend again? I did not. I was a good girl. I got a little drunk on Friday, um, which is actually when I ran into you at the bar. Correct. Um, I was trying to paint a piece of furniture, which let me just preface this with, I'm not a DIY type of bitch. Like, it's not who I am. It's not in my heart. I don't, I appreciate it, but it's not me. I'd rather pay three times the price to have it ready to go. However... I'm trying to try new things this year and and do things that are out of my comfort zone. I'm living alone, so I'm trying to see how far that limit can be pushed of of independence. So I'm trying to paint this piece of furniture, and it's really hard. I'm trying. So instead, she just had seven white calls, and so I was like, maybe if I drink while I do it, like it'll be better. And I got through sanding it and priming it, (laughs) and like when I tell you, I was just like like throwing the paintbrush on the corners. By the end, I'm like screw it this is fine this like is horrible. whatever so then um i i get a ride over to the bar from the man that i'm seeing which update we have not had any toxic fights in the last week i'm doing pretty good <laughs> asterisk <laughs> no that's it so far we'll see it's sunday well I'm, i'll see him later tonight so as long as i don't screw it up between now and nine we should be good fair enough there's a lot of hours between that though so we'll see <laughs> you should also post a picture of said uh furniture that you're painting so everyone can see how horrific it looks it looks very bad i yeah. will do that <laughs> <laughs> um i'm excited to show you guys the finished product whenever that gets done but i'm also considering asking someone to finish it for me so if you would like to paint furniture slide in the dms <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure no one's gonna hit you up for that yeah so anyway we went to college together so we're gonna unpack a little bit of what our opinions are on college so today um, we want to dive into a topic i don't know if you guys remember we had posted on our instagram a couple what was that a couple actually shit that's coming up on a couple weeks yeah. right mm-hmm. shit um ago talking about like what your opinions were on uh college and post high school education and your experiences and whatnot and we thought that was a really interesting topic considering that both uh caitlin and i are college graduates and you know working and all that stuff and it seems to be kind of a um I don't want to say polarizing because I feel like polarizing has like a negative connotation, but it ha- it's a very um, sought topic to yeah, discuss and people, with people. People were really interested in giving feedback. And, and even those who didn't have anything to add to it, they said, what a great topic to talk about. So. It, exactly. Yeah. And it's and it's actually funny, too. The, a lot of the feedback that we got was almost the same. Yeah. Like, the, you know, like some of the same responses, you know, with just little spins on the end of what they thought. But like. I think the biggest thing was, which is what we're going to get into right now, you know, Caitlin will kick it off, was, um, you know, the whole idea of, like, it's worth it for the experience. Almost every single person Mm -hmm. said, you know, going to college is worth it for just the experience. And, um, like I said, Caitlin, kick it off. Like, what was your college experience like? What, you know, from start to finish, you know, not anything crazy, but, like, 
high school and then bing bang let's go so i think it's important to note that bobby and i both went to high school together shout out to north penn high school yep. once a night always a night um but so i mine was a little bit interesting in that i almost didn't go to college and i kind of just applied to schools on a whim my senior year because my parents were like you're smart you're going to school and i was like fine like i don't know what i want to do whatever but i guess i'll just apply to some schools to make you guys happy spoiler alert i actually am smart fun fact <laughs> um i just didn't apply myself in high school due to my adhd see episode what number was that 20 see episode 20 anyway I so i got into bloomsburg it was the only school that i got into i had no idea what i wanted to do i had no idea where i wanted to go with that i just knew that my parents said, you should go to college or you're never going to amount to anything. And I was like, okay, I've disappointed right. you guys this much this far. Might as well just do this for you now. <laughs> so, um, but no. So I kind of went to school not really knowing, like I said, I had no plan at all. Um, I knew that I wanted to do something, but I didn't know what. And I think for me personally, going to college was kind of the reboot that I needed personally to rediscover the fact that like yeah I actually was smart and or I am smart and I think what's interesting for me I think about college was that you're around people who are all there for the same reason in high school you have to be there you're required by law to be there in college you're there you're more than likely spending your own money on it and everyone's there for the same purpose so it's kind of like that that aspect of it that if you slacked off in high school that was like oh it's I failed my test. I'm so cool. Like, I, yeah. I'm not going to pay attention. I'm going to get kicked out of class and go to the hallway. Like, that was, like, all. there was, like, almost, like, a cool kid connotation in, like, I mean, it wasn't cool, but you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that part was out of it, and it was just focus on school, do well, and that's really where I thrived. Um, I did graduate in four years. I took summer session prior, which I think you did as well, right? At I did, At yeah, Bloomsburg yeah, University. Yeah. I did all four years there and graduated with a degree in mass communications. I... Fucked around for a little bit after I graduated. I moved to Philly and I was like, I just want to be a bartender because I do that on the side as well. I made way more money bartending than I did at my first job. Uh, but th there was a piece of it that was like, okay, well, I got this degree. I should probably try and use it at some yeah, point in my life. Let's do something with it. Right. Yeah. So I started, I had a brief stint in pharmaceutical marketing, which was quite literally the worst three months of my life. Um, I used to cry at my job in the car during lunch. <laughs> Um, and then I got into my field, a more specialized job in my field in communications and PR. And since then, I've really enjoyed what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I think for myself personally, I think the piece of college, and I'll speak more to this when we get further into it. But for me, it wasn't about the school itself. It wasn't about what I learned in my classes. I mean, pieces of it were, right? But I think for me, it was the extracurriculars that I sought out by myself, like being on the school newspaper and, and the, the digital blog that I, that I did as well. That's where I learned what I needed to do to succeed. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, for, for your aspect, you know what I mean? Like what you did, um, you know, and even socially too, you know what I mean? You joined, joined some uh, organizations and stuff like that. So I thought that that was good. But um, as Caitlin said, you know, uh, graduated together high or graduated a year before Caitlin actually um, out of high school. I got accepted into two colleges. Um, I was I got accepted to Lock Haven like right away. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, down the street from Bloomsburg. Yeah, so I got accepted almost like right away. It was like when did we start school? September, right? High school we start mm -hmm. September. I got accepted in like not. I'm not even kidding. I think it was like October. So like 
you know, you get senioritis. You're like, as soon as I get accepted into college, you're like, fuck this. Like, you know, I don't care about the rest of this year. I'm already in college. Um, that kicked in pretty quick. And then I got accepted into Bloomsburg, had to do the summer session, which was hands down one of the best summers I've ever had in my entire life. Agreed. Because it was like, there was only like a thousand kids who did the summer session and you all lived in one building and there was, you only took three classes. They were bullshit classes, you know, that really, actually my one class was really was fucking they, hard. They were kind of hard. They were, they were the same as normal classes. They were just a little bit shorter. Yeah. I took, uh, I took, um, macroeconomics with oh the God. highest yeah with the well you're given your classes remember yeah. yeah so you don't really get a choice but i had macroeconomics um and with the highest paid professor at the school he was the worst uh, he, i'll never free i'm not going to shout his name out because i, I, I want to know off air who this yeah, is <laughs> i will tell you off air the dude was a dick oh i think i know who it is <laughs> yeah dude was a dick um and but it was funny though so my roommate also had it at the same time we're like fuck yeah like and I went to school with my best friend, um, or one of my best friends. Plot so. twist: He's not talking about me, unfortunately. Yes, but. not her. But uh, I was like, I was like, fuck yeah! Like at least I have one person in this class that I know. Well, him and I went out the night before, and then met like a bunch of people because that's what you do. And the next, the next day, we're all hungover as shit in class. And every single time someone like rolled in, it was someone we met the night before. <laughs> and it literally, the entire class was the people that we partied with for the rest of the fucking oh, semester. I it was, that. it was so much fun. But, um, but yeah, so we did that. And then I started, um, you know, or I, I was a business major, uh, business administration and entrepreneurship major. And, uh, so I started there and then I actually left Bloomsburg and transferred to Temple and that's where I finished. Um, so I got my associates at Bloomsburg, I think. I don't even know. But um, And then I transferred to Temple, and that's where I was. Uh, I was at the Fox School of Business and graduated there. And then uh, I guess they changed their major. It's called Business Management and Entrepreneurship. So same, same bullshit, different jargon. But, uh, but, yeah, graduated from there. I actually commuted, though, the Temple. So, like, I didn't. I had like that college lifestyle in like the first two and a half years. And then, you know, the last two and a half years was like, I used to say I treated college like a job. It was, I went, to, I took the train down. I took, went to fucking work. I turned around and I went the fuck home. Like I wanted to get in and out as fast as possible. I didn't have any fucking friends. I literally ate lunch with a girl that I went to high school with, um, she who also went to temple she lived down there but she would like hit me up and we would like get lunch and that was it that was the only people i didn't talk to anybody in my classes that's the last time bobby got a text back that's probably the last (laughs) time i got a text back you're not wrong um but yeah so i didn't i didn't do i didn't do shit i did not i I made a couple friends i'm not i'm you know obviously did you go to school knowing like what you wanted to do or did you did business kind of just like cover what you thought you would like no i definitely was like i've always been business oriented like i've always kind of like how you said you were like very financially like you know whatever not uh, that I know anything about finances. Let's not get a fucking yeah, but you're, there, yeah, please right. thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. But like, you know, I, I've always been like a business person. I always enjoyed understanding how businesses work, how they run, what from the, and, and that's one thing that I did like about my major as far as entrepreneurship, because I've always wanted to start my own thing, but it was cool because fast it forward was, to a regular, yeah, fast forward to here. Right. Um, but the one thing that was really cool is that I do like about business is that like a, uh, a business degree is that it kind of touches on almost every single aspect of what it takes to run a business. You have to take finance classes. You have to take accounting classes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hate I, them. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I shout out to you because I, uh, 
Yeah, fuck that. I cannot do I that. I mean, they sucked. Don't get me wrong. I was really good at them. I, have I one, believe that. 100% should have been, um, I should have been an accounting major or a risk management major. 100%. Because I was. Those r- things make my stomach hurt. But. Yeah. But, um, but you have to take risk management. You have to take right. accounting, finance. You have to take marketing, multiple. So it was really cool that, you know, it's it was really widespread. But the experience that I had and, like, looking back on it, there's so much different I would do. There's so much yeah. different. And, and I don't know that whole co- like that whole statement like is college worth it it's, and I think it's that's a what loaded question focus on today yeah, is, yeah. was college worth it is it worth it um and i think that that can go in so many different directions but i think the thing that we like bobby said overall we heard from people our, our listener feedback was the experience was worth it and what i think was interesting is someone mentioned that to you and, and you said well a hundred it was a hundred thousand dollar experience they were like like, uh, yeah they were like they were like experience alone is is worth going to college and i was like a hundred thousand dollar experience though because that's about what it's going to take to go to almost any state you know state school normal state school if you have to go to it for four years maybe five you're talking 100 plus gram and i'm just like a hundred thousand dollar experience i had a great fucking time don't get me wrong i had a great time memories that i will never forget or remember sometimes or yeah or remember (laughs) (laughs) hangover we don't remember anything about last night remember (laughs) but uh (laughs) but yeah i there are there are tons of those but if you gave me a hundred grand at 18 years old and i can probably not be in as much debt and have just as many and just as exciting memories and stories with that kind of money you know what I mean yeah I mean I think my my experience is a little bit unique in that I was before I went to school I was my parents like to refer to it as the dark years um, and I think I was heading down a dark path and college (laughs) kind of reeled me in a little bit but I think I agree in some senses but I don't know for me personally I would never ever have traded it for anything in the world I probably would have paid them to go I mean I did pay them but you know what I mean like I probably would have paid them twice to go twice I don't know why well, I don't know. I mean, I think, okay, so I think the, the the experience, and when we say experience, we mean like the memories with friends, getting to know people, the living aspect. in the dorms, right, yeah. socially. So, but I think one thing that I've always argued about college in general, um, and I think for my experience personally, I can, I'm speaking to it a little bit more from a going away to college sense than maybe your commuting experience, because I can't, I think there's yeah, some... Yeah, I got, like, the best of both worlds because, right. like, I, I, in the beginning of college when I was 18, 19, 20 doing all the dumb shit that 18, 19, 20-year-olds do, I was away for that. I was gone. I was on my own. My first time living on my own. Then it's like, oh, real world is, like, kind of right around the corner. That's why my whole, um, like, perception... Of, it's not the reason why my perception of college has changed, but my perception of just life in general had changed because it was, like, it was a big smack in the Yeah, absolutely. Face. But I think what I've always said is that... College teaches you, basically, you go to college, right? And there's no one there to hold your hand anymore. You're, you're away at school. Some people are learning how to do laundry for the first time in their life. You're learning. You have to teach yourself when it's time to eat, when it's time to go to sleep, when it's time to do your homework. These are decisions that have more than likely been made for you or somewhat guided by your routine and like your structured. schedule. Right, right. Yeah. It's the first time that you're having to make these decisions on your own. And what's riding on it is your money and your time. So it's not like you can just live and hope for the best. I mean, you can if you want to waste your money and fuck around. but Which a lot of people do. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and but, but you have a lot riding on it this time. It's, it's on you. So I think that part of it, to me, 
it's interesting. My, my brother and I have had this conversation quite a bit. Is Did um, he go to college? So he actually went for a semester. Uh, okay. He went to community college. He failed all of his classes. Um, but here's what I also think is interesting is my parents said, you pick college or rent. And he's 18 years old. Like, what the hell does he know? He doesn't see the impact of him signing up for these classes, losing all of his financial aid, and now owing money for things he didn't even get anything for. So, And I actually had to say to them, like, guys, like, you got to look at what you're doing to your kid. He's he's 18. Like, he's not in a place to make this kind of decision about his credit and his future. He just doesn't want to pay rent. Like, yeah. So he dropped out eventually. And um, he's now turning 26 this year. And he has realized that, like, we're going to get into. Um, he was able to find a pretty good job. He's been able to get by for now. But he is not talking about buying a house and getting engaged and starting a life for himself and the girl that he's dating. And he's like, I can't do this on my salary without any kind of post-secondary education. So. Yeah. And and it's funny because, like, I, it, the one thing, I think the major thing that I think I would have changed um, about my uh, career, I guess you would say, yeah, my college career, was – mainly just because of I think what the biggest problem with college is is, is a flawed structure I think yeah. the structure mm-hmm. of, of college is flawed in the sense that I spent two and a half years at Bloomsburg out of so two and a half that's what uh two four or one two five three, four semesters. five semesters yeah five semesters okay and out of those five semesters you're averaging five classes so out of 25 classes I took less than five classes in those two and a half years, less than five, that actually had anything to do with my major. But see, because this I is couldn't kind of, get into the classes. But this is kind of what I, where my argument comes in a little bit here, is that um, you're – and I don't even really have a suggestion on how to fix this, but we're going to college when we're 18 years old. Can you remember – what, like who, who you were when you were 18 oh, like, I was a fucking I don't know idiot shit I and I had no idea the real impact of my actions at that point in time so I think I almost feel like while gen ed courses are are designed like we had t- said to kind of give you a more well-rounded, well-rounded perspective and to see what you like I do understand that but I also think there is a piece of it that's like it's weeding out the people who are lazy. I think it's it's kind of teaching you like yeah nobody wants to get up and go to this 8 a.m. nobody wants to write a paper about philosophy nobody wants to learn about box symphonies like we yeah. don't we don't need to do that but i think it's all i i kind of feel like it's a way of saying like do you really want this do you really want an education do you really want to be successful because if you do you will sit here through this bullshit should it cost you i, I don't the know same amount twenty thousand dollars a year uh, no that's yeah that's <laughs> but what would I'm you work as hard at it if it didn't but here's my thing is I didn't work whether I was paying for it or not I didn't work hard at it because I was like this isn't what I want to be here for and this isn't what what I was told like I was like the other problem that I think that that is is not only the flawed structure is we were sold this idea when we were growing up that you go to high school you get good grades you go to college you get college and you come out of college and you're going to get a great job and like you know here it is like you go to college and you get this and it's like, well, that's not true. You know right. what I mean? That is not true at all. And I think, and it's not necessarily our fault because, of course, there's going to be people out there who be like, oh, you're a fucking millennial complaining that you need a handout for everything. No, no, no. I, I'm the last person who wants a handout. I just think that we were told repeatedly, beaten into our heads that this is the path. This is what's going to happen. This is what you do. And then you do it and you're like, cool, I graduated college and I'm making $13 an hour at my first job. 
what the that's fuck? if you can even get a job if you could even let get alone a job. in your and field you're like, that's like it's like okay well how else am i supposed to know that that was the result that like that could have been a result when everyone literally from your parents to your teachers to your advisors in high school and all this stuff were telling you no 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 you're gonna be great once you graduate college and you're like fuck this is not what it's not the dream that they sold to us well, and i've never I'll, I'll say this too and i think i say this a lot that your mid 20s and your early to mid 20s are the most underrepresented years of depression in your life because if you did go to college it's the first time since you were five years old that you're not at school think about that you've been in school since the time you were five so you're 22 and it's the very first time you don't go to school in the fall and you're like what the what oh fuck you're like what am i first of all i don't have what 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 and then you're like wait so should i take this should I take this job? Like, and then you're like, should I still go to the bar and hang out with my friends? Like, should I be putting in extra hours at this job? I always say it's like 22 through 25. You, fe- whether it's true or not, you feel like the youngest person at the club. I'm sorry, the oldest person at the club and the youngest person at happy hour. You're too old to party and you're too young to have any kind of opinion that matters at a work setting. So you're just like, <laughs> I am useless yeah, that and is I actually, have no fucking idea what to do now. It's actually a really <laughs> interesting concept because like if you're at happy hour at like 23 years old, they're like, okay, like here's like, the new... I remember here. when I was your age you're like, do you? Can you tell me what to do? Because I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. <laughs> like, help me, like Kevin Hart. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> help me, dude. I need it. But like, I think that's like the biggest thing. So like to circle back to like what I was saying, what I would change is if we still had to take these bullshit gen ed courses, I would 100% have taken them at Monco or a community college. I would have done that first. I would have stayed home. I would have worked. I would have taken my, my, got my gen ed, got my, my associates from a community college, spent one fourth of the amount of money that I would have needed to get that then when i can because all the fucking credits transfer except for like three oh big deal you know what i mean but you get all that and then you transfer and you spend two more years at a university where you can hone in on the education and be there and spend the money uh, the the real money let's say on what you actually want to learn one that if if anyone actually when i was coaching you know high school wrestling um you know, kids would ask me like, oh, about college and whatnot, because I was actually in college as well when I was coaching. And I would always say to them, if you, especially if you don't know what, what you want to do, like in your situation, if you don't know what you want to do, 100% go to community college first, figure out what you want to, you know, hone in what you really want to do. But I think too, that, that also kind of revolves around the idea that college, I mean, I think that, like you said, the system is built to kind of be a one size fits all approach, which is, could not be further from the truth at all. Yes. And I think Although my situation financially makes sense for me to have, because I didn't declare my major until the very end of my sophomore year, quite literally, because they said, if you don't declare, you need to leave. And I was like, what? Why? Why? I'm I like, don't know but what I'm, I'm in Tri I'm the president of the vice president of the sorority. They need me here. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. But I had exhaust. I had filled up all my gen eds. I did not need one more gen ed at all. Um, but if I had stayed home, I was not running with a great crowd. I really was not focused on things. I, I hadn't figured out how to be independent by myself yet. And I think I personally needed that culture shock emerg- immersion of like, you got to sink or swim. You yeah. got to be an adult now. So I think it's, it, and that I think is part it's of the problem. Yeah, it's but situational. that's part of the problem I think with ed- education, uh, post-secondary education is it is designed to be a one size fits all and it's, and it's not, really not it's not at all and like i said and i just think it goes back to like i said i disagree with the bo- listen i don't think all gen ed should be wiped away 
I think you should have to take a couple because I think it, it does help with a well-rounded student. I got a D plus in philosophy, a D plus in philosophy. Love the fucking class because I thought it was awesome. I found it interesting. And I do to this day think back and refer to things from that class because I thought it was impactful to me. I like it. But I literally took five semesters of bullshit. That's 40 grand. And that's and that goes into like another where, like you said, where there's so many different ways that we can go with this conversation where my advisors did not give a flying shit. They literally were like, take you need to take this class, this class and this class, this, you know, this semester. And I'm like, okay, that's great. But I'm a second semester freshman trying to get in sophomore year. All of those classes are already taken by the seniors and the juniors. So what do I need to take in order it to supplement that? And they're like, yeah, you still need to take those classes. I'm like, I I don't think you understand that I can't get into anything. And now I'm fucking wasting all of this time, all of this money to learn. I took three anthropology classes in one semester because it was the only classes oh, I could I get into. They were rough. They were so fucking boring. And, and it's like, and it's not even something that I'm interested in. If you had, you know, whatever. I mean, and the other one we were talking about before we started recording, walking and jogging. Walking and jogging. Was, it, the class itself wasn't a requirement but a I'll physical... give you a hint of what you had to do in that class like, are you fucking kidding me you had to walk and wait for I it I would have showed up signed in and then left and it'd be like what do you mean I'd be like I walked here and I'll jog home and I'm gonna jog home bye thank I, you I just got an A <laughs> um, here's 1800 bucks but that's like, another good piece of it is like why is physical education required why don't they require a class about credit or learning how to buy a home how to buy a home how, one they teach you how to do your taxes and in, in um in college, but it's I, I, or, I or, or, or sorry, in, in high school. They, okay, because we all have to know how to do that in high school. But but that's the other thing is they I I vividly remember this. You're taught how to fill out your taxes in high school. It is one week. It is one. You spend one week on it, and then it's on to fucking you know uh, who was the second president. You know what I mean? Like right. or some shit that is utterly utterly irrelevant. It's like yeah, well that's cool because when I graduate and I'm 18. If I don't go to college and I go right into the workforce, when I turn 19, I have to fill out my taxes. And you just gave me a crash course in a week on how to do this by myself, and I have no fucking clue what I'm doing still. Yeah, I probably cheated and off of the guy next to me to figure out how to do it, you know, if I paid more attention. I'm not taking I'm not taking all the blame or giving all the blame to like the teachers or the system there. Yeah, I probably could have done better. But like, you know, you spent one week on how to do taxes, something that you're going to have to do the, spend the rest of your life doing. You spent one week on it. Come on. Well, know? and you get nothing on it in college. And I think that's what's interesting. It's like I, I, I do – I feel like I'm kind of teetering the edge here because, I, like Bobby said, I really don't want to be seen as the millennial. It's like, you didn't show me how to do this, and now I don't know, I don't know what to yeah. do. Like there is a part of life, obviously, that you just – Got to nut up and do it. Right. Because there – I mean, you could kind of just get thrown out there. You're like, well, here we go. But – if you're going to make me take walking and jogging, why can't you just make me take a class about taxes and credit and, and Which is way more important. There are people on this planet who can't walk. They still have to do taxes. <laughs> you know, and not for nothing, if you are unhealthy and you need physical education in your life, a walking and jogging class for an hour and 15 minutes twice a week is not going to make or break your physical no. health. It is not. No, you're still going to go get that 20-piece nugget from McDonald's. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like, you get what I'm saying? Right, and chances are, if you're taking I mean, in my experience, I lived off campus when I, I took a class called Exercise and You, and oh, I walked God. there. So 
that was a brisk walk it was like 15 minutes like that's that was that was exercise if you live on campus you're probably walking a lot it, yeah. there's a lot of walking especially in bloomsburg it was all hills yeah <laughs> yeah so, so it's just and that's the and it's just like i said the system itself i think is is totally flawed you know and you know you can the biggest argument here i think which is another like i said uh what would you say topic of this topic you know subtopic is you know well if you work right out of college and this that and the other thing like you know we end up in the same place i've had friends say that too like yeah you went to college spent all this money i went to work and we have the same job and i'm like so here's one thing i will say about college my father who hit who took him 10 years to get his um uh, uh bachelor's degree because he worked full-time while he went to school and he is in a he makes good money you know he's he's a very fortunate i mean worked very fucking hard so like it's it is what it is the dream that was sold to us okay he lived it so like i can see why he sold it to us but he has been in positions where he wanted to take people from his old company and bring them into a different company that he was working for and that person worked at that first company say company a since they were 18 and had gotten raises and blah blah and made good started to make good money he wanted to bring him over to company b and literally the people above my dad were like, we can't pay, we can't match a salary. And they're like, why? They're like, we don't care how much experience, he may have all the experience in the world. He's great. He doesn't have a college education. Oh, that's interesting. And my dad was like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. This guy kills it. And he's like, yeah, but so does the other five candidates. They killed it. They kill it. They're really just as qualified, but they have a college education. And See, my and dad's like, that, are but, you f- but that part I get because here's here's what I'm saying. And, and, I, and I find this too because I work in a, in a unique system right now where my title is a specialist and I work among a lot of people in the same building as me who are qualified technically as secretaries mm-hmm. um everybody works their ass off I am not discounting that at all but I went to college I spent four years studying something to get this higher job I also have at this point I'm, I think I'm down to 40 grand in college debt but I when I graduated I was at 60 um that I got to get rid of. So to me, when, when they're bitching, they're like, well, I've been here for this much time. I worked my ass off. And that's great. I'm so happy for you that you did that. But I have $40,000 worth of college debt that I have to do. And but that's I, and not I their spent, problem, though. Right. But if they, I'm saying if, if you want to make as much as me, you should have gone to college and you chose not to. So Yeah. And, and here's the other thing, too. One thing that when we say college, I, and I don't want to speak for you, but when I say college, I mean any form of secondary education, whether that's like a university like Bloomsburg, Temple, Penn State, whatever, um, or a trade school. Well, you yeah, are post-secondary going, education. Yes, or, or sorry, post-secondary education. Um, but I, that's what I mean by that. So if you want to be a welder and you just walk out of high school and you go and get try and get a welding job and you wind up scoring a little gig and this, that, and the other thing, that's fine. But if you spent two years at a trade school and actually learned how to weld, invested the time, invested the money, this, that, and the other thing, I promise you, you are going to end up better on the back end. That's not always the case, and this is never. Uh, we'll never sit here and say that this is how it should be, and you know, there's no outlying, um, you, you know, other jobs that aren't like that. Like I, we were talking about before, like I have a buddy who got into a paving union and is killing it. Has no college education, you know. He was fortunate enough to work for his family and all that stuff, but like that is that is more rare than it is. Uh, you know, that is more not the case than it is the case. You have to. You have to educate yourself. Well, yeah, and I think we, we both said in order to succeed post-high school, you either have to go to college, go to a trade school, or, or actively pursue learning how to master that trade, 
or know somebody or have someone that's willing to give you a loan to do something with it. Yeah, with yeah it. exactly. Which goes back into what you said before, like, why didn't I have to take a class on taxes? I went to the Fox School of Business, the number five business school in the country. Not one of my classes taught me the, how to fill out the paperwork. Uh, they taught me how to put a business plan together, which, I mean, that's really not that complicated. But they never told me how to fill out the paperwork and go to a bank and apply for a loan to start my own business. They told me all the theory. They taught me all the theory about, like, this is what it takes to, be, you know, you have to do this business plan. You have a marketing strategy and this. Okay, that's great. But how do you present that to a bank to say, hey, I need a quarter million dollars to start this at that's, 20 years old or 22 years old? Part of me wants to say, like, but that's what separates, again, the the lazy from the from the go-getters however how, how do you i don't even I, I don't even know how you would figure that out like we'll, we'll tap into other resources but if you don't have any other i don't you know like the, i don't if you go for entre, i went for entrepreneurship right. why is there not a class on how to be a fucking entrepreneur mm -hmm. that's this is the yeah you can teach me all the theory that you want theory is great but i always said that i learned more in two years working at my first i would say my first real real job you know like where I made real money, essentially, not just a couple bucks an hour or whatever. I learned more in those two years about how business works, how sales work, how marketing works, and how all that ties in, how manufacturing works, and how all that ties in to run a business. I learned more in two years there than I did in five years of college. Yeah, but I think experience is a teacher. You which cannot is kinda, replace experience. Which is kind of what I want to say about my college experience. I went into it and I'm a perfectionist and I was like if I get and this is an, another thing that like nobody fucking told me I was like if I get straight A's like I'm gonna graduate with a really good GPA and like I'll get a job like nope I didn't know that no first of all plot twist if you I hope that there's people listening to this well maybe not but <laughs> the, the point that I'm trying to make is no one gives a shit about your GPA if you put it on your resume and you have any less than a three point, I would say five. Don't bother because it's it's not important. And even if you do, like that's not it's not that big of a deal. But my point is, I'll never forget. I was with my college roommate, uh, and she was really involved in a lot of different things. And she also was just like a professional bullshitter. She could do like one job for one day and say she did it for six months, and she could make it look great. And <laughs> oh, like on a resume? Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and talk about it in a way that was that was awesome because she had so much experience in so many different things. Whereas me, we had we had the same major and she would sit next to me and copy all my answers in class and I would stay up all fucking night studying all night long for this shit and like bust out like 100%. Like low key, I hope she listens to this. Zoe, I'm looking at you. I used to, she would sit next to me and copy my answers and I would take longer than her in tests and put wrong answers and then change them when she would leave because I'd be so mad that oh. I studied all fucking night and she would get the same grade as me. I'm like, not today, bitch. But oh, I digress. Um, she at one point was like, dude, like, you realize like no one's gonna hire you based on your gpa like you got to do stuff while you're here i'm like and this was i think spring semester of junior year and i was like oh, oh my god i i i've literally i i was really involved in my sorority but like unless you're in greek life you don't necessarily know what which, that means like which i think actually could be a great episode topic i because agree greek life is actually becoming more and more irrelevant as things go on well I but think. i mean like there was a lot that i learned there administratively because i held higher positions but unless you're in that you don't know what the fuck that is someone's yeah. like oh you're vice president so what you do like did you did you uh man the keg at parties and like no i i, I, I went to national conferences and like put together but regardless so yeah, yeah. um so i got really involved my senior year thank god and i 
dove headfirst into like three different organizations that I got super involved with. And thank God I did because when I interviewed for my jobs, that's what I talked about. Like if I had not done that, I would have had quite literally nothing to talk about. I had, I had no experience to draw on. And again, to your point, like I didn't have a great advisor to tell me that. Like they, they would say and to you. And that's what like, I was just going to say. I was like, but I didn't, cause I didn't involve myself. I mean, I was in fraternity and whatnot, but like you said, unless you're in that, you wouldn't really understand because it's, uh, I mean, let's be honest. Fraternity sororities are utterly irrelevant. They don't do shit, but, um, you know, the, I mean, there's a little networking in there, but like, well, I mean, sororities are a lot different than frats. Also, also true. But, um, but you know, like besides that, and I we didn't party really, really hard. Let's just, yeah, just call yeah, a spade a spade. But anyway, exactly. But as far as that goes, like there was no single person at my college. They were like, yeah, there's like these groups and stuff you can join. You're just like, okay, cool. Like, and you hear about it, but you're like, you hear about it, You're like, okay, nah. like, is it really that important? Because like, you don't really, you don't sell it with enthusiasm. And on top of that, you don't sell it with the fact that like, no, 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 no. You really should do this. It's like, yeah, these groups are available. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Just like my car's extended warranty is, right, you know what I mean? Like, right. cool. It's just another bullshit phone call. And you're like, I'm not doing that. And then now you look back, you're like, Dude, my advisors didn't do shit. They well, don't and especially care. because I was in a field that I studied mass communications with a focus in journalism and public relations. And our classes were a lot of projects. So I did learn a lot in the sense of like how to storytell and a little bit about video productions and like PR theory. But I didn't, it, they're, they're, like we said, there's nothing like experience. And, yeah. and even how to like work with others in the workplace. I was on the staff of my newspaper. I was an editor, so I had to work with writers underneath of me. And learning how to navigate when someone gave me a shit article and be like, thank you so much for writing, but this is fucking bad. Like, You're right. This is terrible. Like that, like that experience was something that I talked about in my first job interview. And that's what my boss said got me the job. But like who would have told – you know, and, and, and then when you're working too, like in, in those scenarios, you kind of learn – what you want to hone in on and learn more about while you're at school. Yeah. And the resources are there. But if you don't know to look for them, what are you doing? I ended up like, I'm so happy that my friend had this conversation with me and that I listened to her because I'd blown her off for a year prior to that. But (laughs) um, I like you and I were talking earlier about this is I switched my advisor twice in college because at that point it was my senior year and, and I had an advisor that was like, I'll never forget one time she was my professor and she showed up to the class for a midterm and she wrote the midterm on the projector in front of us. She actually physically wrote the questions and it was about grammar and it was the senior year class about grammar. And she hand wrote them on the... No, she she typed them into the computer on a projector during the class, like what the questions were. Like it was just... And then you had to answer them on a piece of paper. Yeah, and this was my advisor. So I was like, you know what? Like I feel like maybe I need a different advisor. You don't really care, do you? But I wouldn't have known that had I not gotten involved in other things. And I ended up switching my advisor to someone else in the department that I was like, he gives a shit. And luckily I was right. And but, But you have to press them. I was like, okay, I'm not accepting this bullshit answer. I want a firm answer and you have to really push to get yeah. anything yeah and i and i just i don't think it should be like that i think your advisor should it's their fucking job their, their job is called being an advisor and they're they don't really <laughs> yeah. fucking do it they don't do it if you don't actively if you're not in their office all the time i had so i i had one two i had four advisors because i one because i had switched advisors at bloomsburg once and then i had switched advisors at you know, when I went to Temple, got a new advisor, and then I switched there. And if I'm not mistaken, my advisor got fired. Okay, my fir- my first advisor at Temple, if I'm not mistaken, got fired. And I'm like, oh, 
Makes sense. Okay. <laughs> that guy kind of sucked. And then I got this other guy and it was like the same fucking thing. And I'm like, yo, what it like, I remember even going in and asking about, um, asking about like graduation. I'm like, Hey, like still on track to graduate. Right. Like my last semester, like I have all the classes I need. And he's just like, Oh yeah, looks like it. I'm like, not really confident the way you answered that <laughs> because like, I don't want to come back another semester. Like, at all so what right it's like they forget that like coming back an extra semester doesn't just mean paying for one or two more classes number one you can't get financial aid if you have less than 12 credits first of all well yeah and number two you got to pay for housing you got to pay for it for you commuting you got to pay for food you got to pay for rent like it's it's and and that's one more year of not entering the workplace Mm -hmm. and not fucking furthering your experience to get the better job in three years and whatnot it's and that's like that. It's just it's so bad, and like I said, it's so flawed. And I think you know, speaking financially, we had someone write in. Um, I'm gonna like literally read directly his quote um, off of this, and I think this is also the biggest problem as far as quote unquote is college worth it? And he goes, prices are too high because the government guarantees the price of admission through loans, and that is a brilliant fucking statement in the sense that. Can you explain that a little bit more? So, like, think about this. I don't know the actual percentage, but let's just ballpark. 70-plus percent of people who are going to go to college need loans. They need some sort of financial assistance to get there. Well, the prices are guaranteed. Okay, college tuition is guaranteed because guess what? They're not getting paid by the student. They're getting paid by the loan company. So if it's guaranteed money, okay— if someone, if I, if I'm guaranteed money from you, no matter what, you're coming to me, right? I'm, I'm it's college A. You're coming to me, whether my tuition is eighty five hundred bucks this semester and next semester I raise it, you're still getting your ten thousand dollars, you know, and I raise it to ten thousand for the next. You're still giving me ten thousand dollars because guess what? It's not your fucking ten thousand dollars. You're getting it from the fucking. You're getting it from a loan. You're getting a loan, so it doesn't matter. They can just jack up the prices as much as they want. Because it doesn't fucking matter. It's not their money. It's not affordable at this point. Like, literally financially affordable. And that's not, to me, that's not fair. You're getting less value for your dollar. And that's just unfortunate. And, and just, just to throw a couple of figures in there, too. We did do a little bit of research about this before we started. Um, Absolutely. But we, we've been talking a lot about, like, the, the prices of college rising. And, and we actually were Googling, like, salary comparisons earlier. But... Um, a, a figure to throw out there, interestingly enough, there are 45 million Americans right now that have student loan debt, which sounds about right to me. Uh, 45 mil- million Americans, and think about this, there's only 330 million Americans that li- or, or people that live in America. So you're talking about there are 45 million people between the ages of 18 and pretty – on death. average. and uh, <laughs> f- Well, 18 and I would say 26 is probably the 90 m- – percent of the people who are getting college loans is 45 million people and that ends up with a whopping national total of 1.5 trillion dollars currently what is what is it what is the united states national debt i'm going to look it up right now u.s national debt uh there's a oh my gosh isn't that sad that we have a debt clock it is 139 trillion 846 billion and whatnot but so and how much was the 1.5 trillion so the fact that just one aspect of life okay is 1.5 trillion 
out of 139 trillion. That's actually like it's pretty Scary it's pretty large it. though. That's a pretty large amount that it's coming from 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 one little thing of yeah. like, from college alone. From from 90% of those people who are are 18 years old. Right. 18 years old. So mm-hmm. 18 years old or 18 year olds amount to 1.4 trillion dollars of debt. And I just I and, and I, we talked about this earlier like how what is the solution? I don't know. I don't know what it is because I want to say like the solution is college should be should be two years and it should be hell of a lot fucking cheaper. I don't know how we've reached. I don't know enough about like I said. I'm, finance is not my shit. Um, I'm more of like a world peace. Let's do yoga and hug each other kind of person. But I just it it just to me it just seems so crazy that like you're making such pivotal decisions about your life when you're 18 years old and you don't know shit about anything. And, and I think even more so. I remember thinking back in the day when I graduated, like I didn't really understand loans fully. And I, I knew basically the only difference that I knew, like unsubsidized loans versus subsidized loans meant that one was accruing interest the second that I got it. The other one accrued interest after I graduated. That's really all that I knew. <laughs> of and, course. But you're 18 years old and you're supposed to figure that out. Where was the class in high school teaching you how to get a fucking loan for college? But do you know what taught me that? Google. Uh, yeah, I Googled exactly. it. And I'm like, what's, what is it? Because I, I saw it on my MyFed lo- loans and I'm like, what is the difference? What is this? Yeah. I'm like, so, so the fact that I, and I remember just thinking like, well, I'll graduate and I'll make money. So like, no big I'll, deal. I'll be fine and I'll be able to pay it. And like, I, I just figured I'm like, well, everybody else does it. So it, it's, it can't be that big of a deal. And guess what? I'm doing it. It's not that big of a deal, but to put it in perspective, like, but for you though, I know people with $900 a month student loan payments. That's fucking rent. They can't move out of their house because of it. They are fucking so financially burdened. And with, I have, but I have to wonder, like, are they the people that are making a shit ton of money? Like, they I, are making I don't know. Pe- they are people, uh, I'll tell you who it is off, off air, but they are people who have a good job, not fucking anything crazy to write home about, but people who came out, struggled to get a job because of the market that, the job market that we came out in when you and I kind of graduated um, at the same, you were 14, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I actually was 14 too, because I was a year from transferring, but, um, the uh yeah graduated he graduated 13 but you know the job market at that time was kind of kind of trash and whatnot but struggled to get a job and you know makes decent money now not like i said nothing to really write home about not nine eight nine hundred bucks a month in fucking loans but that depends on to his his length of time that he's paying back too i mean that could be like a 10-year plan i'm on a 25-year plan at this point and i'm on a i'm on a till death my, if I and pay, I don't even have that much much debt. I was I twenty five grand. If I pay two hundred, I believe it's like two hundred ninety dollars every month for the next twenty five years. I'll have paid off my student loan debt. And isn't it sad that you know you came out with sixty grand in debt, and if you do that for the next twenty five years, the uh, loan company makes about a hundred grand. Oh, more well, than that. Probably more than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's absurd. They'll have probably made more in interest than they did in the actual loan itself, which that to me is the issue that I have. I don't again. I don't know enough about economics and, and financials to to know about the interest piece of it. But that's what makes me bummed out. It's like I have a lower interest rate on my car, a vehicle, than I do on some of my student loans that got me my education and like you said the dream you sold to me was that i had to do this to 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 be successful to live the american dream and you're going to charge me more in interest for 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 knowledge than than a a car like i I don't 
Uh, I can explain that to you all fair because uh, it would be way too much time. But yeah, there there is a reason why that would ha- carry more interest. But yeah, like I said, all fair. We'll we'll talk about that. But I get what you're saying, and like in theory, you're like, what the fuck? But I totally there is an answer for that. But I I just think you know these kids are making decisions at 18 years old that they just that they try to tell you are like, oh, this is important. You need to do this, and you're like, yeah. But try telling a kid how important it is to study for a social studies test, too. He's going to tell you to go fuck himself. That's and, what I always did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, you know, and it's just – it's it's really sad that and, – and, again, I also want to reiterate, this isn't just two millennials complaining like, oh, I did this and blah, blah, blah. Like, I am fully aware and fully understand and I fully back that you went out, you took a loan out to go get this – education or to go do something and you owe them their money back i because i don't agree with wiping student debt i think that's fucked up i don't think you know whatever it would be sick but (laughs) listen if it happens and they wipe my student debt away okay like it's a it's a decision that it's something that's going to happen outside of my control so if it just disappears one day and it disappears okay like whatever i can't really do it i'm not going to be like oh no i'll take my you know whatever (laughs) like it is what it is but i don't agree with it because what does that teach you? What does that teach you? Oh yeah, here, you can do this. You can take this risk and don't worry about it. Someone else will figure it out for you because that's not, that's not what it is. You took the risk because going to college is taking a risk. Everything has risk and reward. You took the risk, you took the money, you borrowed the money, you pay it back. And I fully agree with that. The problem that I have is that I'm spending a hundred thousand dollars and I have to take a fucking basket weaving class. That's ridiculous. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or you have people who, the other problem, which is, you know, I think we're contradicting there. ourselves a little bit, but but we know that. No, right? no, no. I mean, what am I contradicting? I mean, throughout, I think we have a couple of times. I, I, I don't. I, I stand firm that I have not contradicted myself at all. But because here's the other problem that I have. You have people who because I not complaining about the fact that I did this. I'm just complaining about what I was sold as far as like the, like you said, like the college the, or the American dream of like, you go to college or this. It really wasn't the reality. But I also went to school and got a good degree uh, that you can actually do something with. The problem that I have is, is the people who go to school for majoring in basket weaving. And they're like, why don't I make $150,000 a year? It's like, mm, you, you But kinda, here's the other thing, too. Is, the is, shit major. Is, and this is something that I think is interesting also is that you could get a basket weaving degree and you could graduate and become a recruiter and be really good at what you do and and, and, then, and then make a hundred thousand dollars a year the point is it doesn't necessarily at this stage in the game especially fresh out of college like if you just have a degree and you get your foot in somewhere and you do something you're a 10 you're 10 steps ahead of most chances kids. are you could you could turn it into whatever you want it to absolutely and like i said we were talking about this before I, I've read the statistic. I'm almost positive it was like 71% of kids who graduate college, their first job has nothing to do with their major. And it's like, what did I just spend $100,000 on? That? Right. And I think, too, an interesting piece that one of our listeners wrote in about was about the school that you go to, right? You spend so much time in high school picking a school. Yeah. And I think I almost want to say, like, counselors should tailor that to like what do you want the weather to be like what do you want yeah. your, your classmates to be like what do you how many kids do you want around you because that's what matters in the school and then maybe saying what it, what are the opportunities around you so at bloomsburg if you wanted to become let's say a broadcast journalist like i was fortunate i was a written journalist and we had quite a few 
in school programs, but right. But if I wanted to make it big and I wanted to be a hard hitting journalist, like Bloomsburg was not the place for me because absolutely. We I I I followed a journalist one day, um, and we went to the courthouse to report on like a, a meth bust. Like it wasn't anything hard hitting, and it was like nobody had teeth. Like it wasn't like yeah, you're just like it, okay. So, so I, if anything, you should be looking at like what opportunities are around you that you can get immersed in to give you the experience. Because when it comes to your degree, yeah, if you're in an interview and you go to Penn State or, you know, something great like that, unless it's an Ivy League school, unless we're talking like Harvard, like, no one really is like, oh, well, Bobby and Katie are both equally qualified, but Katie went to Bloomsburg and Bobby went to, I don't Temple. know. Right. Like, yeah, right. So what, but Bobby's education was far more expensive than mine was at Bloomsburg. But guess what? Your employer doesn't give a shit. Doesn't no, matter. they don't fucking care. No. Yeah, and you're right. And and quite honestly, even to the Ivy League schools, you're not. You know what you're getting at Ivy League schools and pro, and like those private. No, I've never been there before. <laughs> well, 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 true. But you know what you're getting at that. That you know what you're paying the extra fifty grand a year for. You know, in intuition. I think it's more than that. But it's, anyway. yeah, but networking. Oh yeah, that's networking. True. You're that's meeting true. other people who are rich as fuck, mm-hmm. who ha- whose mommy and daddy owns fucking big hedge fund firms or whatever, or big you know uh, medical firms or whatever, and and you get to meet them, and then that's how you get your first job in the in, in the uh, you know after college. And, and I think that was that was a I will I wanted to just say that was that's not always the case. We know that there's yeah, plenty of we're, hardworking, deserving people. Absolutely, there. yeah. We're, but we're, we're just taking it to the extreme. Yeah, obviously. absolutely. Is this an because we're like a little jealous that we didn't go to Harvard? And I'm not jealous. Fuck them. I nerds. would love to meet someone with a hedge fund. I don't even know what a hedge fund is actually. It's, oh gosh, we have a lot to learn off air. But no, I'm just kidding. But like, no, it's not even that. And I'm not jealous that the fuck them, fuck those nerds. You know what I mean? But like, it's all. This actually would tie into a, probably another good topic in the sense of, do you think it's what? what you know or who you know i actually had a that was actually one of my philosophy classes that i had to talk is, is everything about what you know or who you know because you can know a lot but if you don't know shit if you don't know anyone in that industry or anything like that good luck it's true good I luck that's true but then at the same time like you may know i know a fuck ton of people a fuck ton of people but if i don't you know in construction and <laughs> contracting I don't know the fucking first thing on how to pave a road. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so that's cool. I know a lot of people, but whatever. So, you know, that's a, like I said, a good argument, but ultimately I think, I think Caitlin and I are like, we're on like the same, but with like a little twist at the end, like playing field that like the experience was great. You know, everything was cool, but like there needs to be like, like almost like a reformation of like what college is about. Like, I think there needs to be, I, at least that's my opinion on it. You know what I, I mean? I really don't know what my takeaway is. Like what my closing argument, like we say for others would be like, how do we fix this? I, I think a lot of what you said before was like the dream that you're selling, like maybe just sell the real dream because the real dream isn't bad. But if you know what you're being sold before you go into it, a lot of these complaints wouldn't be happening, I think. Yeah, and you can make other decisions. My biggest thing, too, go to a trade school, too, nowadays. I can I mean, speak. My, my ex-boyfriend and I, um, he was the breadwinner, and he went to a trade school. He yeah. made almost um, um, a lot more than I did. I'll put it that way. And he worked 7.30 in the morning till 3.30 in the afternoon every single day. Guess what? When you got a trade – you leave your work at work. You can't be working on electric at home for your employer. Whereas my ass, I get a text and open up the laptop. It's two in the morning and I'm working. I just got a text this past Saturday. Like when you have that kind of career, like your work never ends. 
but for him, mm-hmm. it, you drop your bag. You, you pick your bags up and yeah. you get at the at the front of the building. You work. You drop your bags at the back of the building. And you go home. To a to a degree, obviously. Right, and granted, he did. He graduated high school, and within I think maybe two months, he was in school to for this trade, and and he was fortunate, like we said, to know someone to be able to get into the union. But he did work his ass off. But he's making a shit ton of money. Exactly, a shit ton of money. Yeah, uh, I think. And on top of that, those jobs are seriously lacking nowadays. You know, you can you can find jobs like those all the time. But the problem is, is that we were sold this dream of go to college and you get out and you'll make a hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, right? You know, as soon as you graduate, so everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna do that instead of a fucking desk." Like, let's go. And then they realize that that's not the case, and they're like, "Oh shit." While everyone's like, everyone else is like, yeah, that's cool. While you guys are doing that, I'm going to up my, being an electrician, I'm going to up my price from $100 an hour to $125 an hour. And now I'm going to make a hundred and uh, go from a hundred grand a year to 130 grand a year. And uh, guess what? I'm 22. And that's another piece of it too, is the side work. Yo, I have a background in graphic design. So I've done quite a bit of side work over the years. Side work for me is it's, it's not that lucrative. I do it more for the experience. Mm-hmm. Side work for my ex was like, he would make in one day doing side work what I'd make in a whole week. And I'm like, I like, would like to me? die now. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, something that I'd like to just point out here is I think a lot of the arguments here about post-secondary education are uh, it, so, some people saying you have to go to college or you're not going to be successful or people saying don't be a sheep. Don't sell into the idea of college. You need to do a trade. And I think what Bobby and I are trying to say here is I think both are equally important. And I think both can, you can be successful in either one, just depending on what you pick. But I think what we are saying you shouldn't do is nothing. Yeah, correct. Yeah. You can't do nothing. If you're going to take anything away, like don't just leave high school and think that you're just going to, you're, you're going to step into something. Granted, again, that's not always the case. And we understand that some people, get out of co- get out of high school they have a friend of a friend of a cousin whose dog sitter's fucking best friend you know had a job opportunity and then before you know it you know fast forward a couple of years later they work their ass off and they're making a bunch of money yes we get that, that and you know that's not fair it isn't fair but you know what welcome to life yeah, well, life I, is not fair dumb shit happens to people who don't deserve it all the fucking time absolutely welcome dumb, to life dumb shit happens to good people and good shit happens to dumb people mm-hmm. yes happens, i know, like that yeah it happens all the fucking time and we get that and we but that's not the majority case the majority case is usually you have to you know work your ass off and have some sort of either education or find your way to get some sort of secondary experience or or whatever and You know, I think, like you said, both are equally important. And I think both of those dreams need to be sold to you appropriately and accordingly. Mm -hmm. You know, sir, yeah, you need to go to college. Well, I want to be a welder. Okay, well, guess what? Underwater welders, if I'm not mistaken, make like $200 an hour. Mm, Yeah, sign me up. Underwater welders? Yeah, they have those. They're real things. Very much real things. Yeah, so like, dude, they can make a lot of money. And, you know, you need to learn how you should be taught on how to take something like that and learn how to manipulate it and make more money. Okay, not, oh, yeah, go to college, get a degree and you'll just make a hundred grand a year because that's what we were sold. That's I'm still waiting on that hundred grand a year, by the way. I'm yeah, I've been I've been looking for it. I haven't found it, you know, but and I just think that that's the most important thing is to really just. Also, too, I think uh, I personally think that there needs to be like a college reform in this or just like in the sense that like I think it would be actually really cool if you were able to I think is it I think it's in Switzerland. Um, a company will take a college graduate and pay them um, a year's salary and 
but they don't work. They're to take that year's salary and do whatever they want with it. And they, they're encouraged to go travel and learn and do things, uh, you know, experience different stuff. And then you come back, but you sign that contract. And when you sign that contract, you say, I'm going to make, say it's 50 grand a year. Here's 50 grand. Your first year with us, go fuck off. Go to every parts of the world. Go do whatever you need to do with that $50,000. Go learn. When you come back, you have to work three years for them for the same amount of salary. But you have to work for them. You can't work anywhere else. I think that's genius. And if there's a way you could take like a concept of that and apply it to like your uh, uh, secondary education, post-secondary education, um, you know, in a sense that like, okay, 18 years old, you go to this college. How about this? Um, I'm going to pay a tuition, but we're going to just fucking send you somewhere. We're going to send you into a company and you're going to learn different aspects. Well, that's kind of like what what my ex did with his training for union training. He didn't have to pay for school at all. It was all free for him with the guarantee that he stayed with that company for X amount of years. And if he were to leave, then he had to pay them back. Which I think for us, I mean, for me, I'm like flighty. I'm like, let's move to LA. Let's move. He's like, I can't. I just got the school for free. And if I leave, I'm like, well, that's annoying. But like, in the grand scheme of things, that was so awesome for him because yeah. he was 18. Like, you know what I mean? That's like, genius. I think it's genius. Right. And I don't think that's the total solution and that's what every college should do, but I think that that option should be there. And that's, like I said, that's, I think you sh- that's where the foundation starts of like the college post-secondary education reform starts. It could start at something like that. And if it all fails, if you're just not good at anything, if you're oh, not yeah. smart... If you just haven't figured it out, there's this thing called SeekingArrangements.com. You can find a sugared... No, I'm kidding. Or OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. or, or OnlyFans. Or just You're, be an asshole and start a podcast like us. Yeah, that actually ends up costing you money. <laughs> yeah, right? So. Money and time. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think that was a great episode, actually. You know, I... I was I was pretty happy. I thought it was a good conversation. We like kind of argued, but not really. You know oh, I mean? We argued a lot less, a lot less than I thought that we would. Absolutely, yeah. But um, I would love to hear everyone's feedback on it. I know a bunch of people already gave us feedback, and we read that on air here. But I would love to hear what people think, kind of after what they hear after they hear this, like what they think about what we said, and if there's anything that they can really hone in on. And you know, we'll bring it up some other time. I so. would like to give one shout out to one of our listeners who said that she. She actually went to a four-year college and then went on to get her master's degree and realized that that's not what she wanted to do at all. And now she's working in a job that, if I'm not mistaken, it, it basically it requires a lot less education than she has. Um, and she's great at it and she makes great money. She said, I'd like to return my degree for a reduction in loan debt, like trading in a used car. And I think that's hysterical. <laughs> great analogy. I love it. Great analogy. Um, on that note, you know what to do, guys. Um, follow the Instagram page at Irregular Podcast. Feel free to follow my personal Instagram as well, too, at YoBob, E-Y-O-O-O underscore B-O-B. And my personal Instagram page at Katie underscore A-N-I. That's K-A-I-T-Y underscore A-N-I. And as we have mentioned, uh, we're going to keep mentioning it over and over. We are looking for guests. So if you would like to be on the show, as I always say, make us an offer that we can't refuse. We are looking for individuals with interesting experiences, um, a struggle that you've overcome, something you're passionate about. Whatever it is, we want to hear from you. You can stay anonymous if you'd like. If not, uh, Bobby and I put ourselves out there every week and exploit ourselves. So we welcome you to join us and do the same. On that note, we will talk to you next Thursday. Love you. Love you guys.